you for tuning in to this power-packed podcast by David Oyemere. Are you ready to take giant strides in your walk to success? Do you think you can achieve more within a shorter period? Well then, you're in the right place. This is Success Catalyst. We bring you word-based principles and practical wisdom needed to supercharge your growth and accelerate your success than you ever thought possible. If this is your first time joining us, kindly subscribe and hit the notification bell to receive updates when a new video is uploaded. Today on Success Catalyst, it's time to accelerate. Welcome to the Success Catalyst podcast. My name is David Oyelaya. Thank you for tuning to today's podcast. God bless you. The flower fades, the grass withers, but the word of the Lord remains forever. I'm always excited to have this opportunity and privilege to be in your house today. And I believe that what I'm going to share with you today is going to bring tremendous blessing to your heart. All right, today I want to share something very, very important with you. Uh, what I've titled Understanding Spiritual Currency. Understanding Spiritual Currency. And I, I, I believe that sounds <laughs> a little bit... Uh, probably confusing. What do you mean by spiritual currency? Um, I'm going to go straight to the point today. I'm not going to beat about the bush. I'm going to go straight to the point and I'm going to start teaching by asking you a very sincere question. And the question I want to ask you is how much do you have in your bank account as we speak without looking into your bank account, without checking your account balance? How much do you have in your bank account? Let me give you some time to think about it. <laughs> All right. Now, I, I, I understand that that's actually a strange question to ask. That why am I asking you how much is left in your bank account? But I'm not asking you to tell me the answer, actually. I'm actually asking you because I want you to observe something. I want you to notice something. Without even opening your checkbook, your uh, your bank statement or whatever account you're using, maybe your Forex account, your Bitcoin wallet, your cryptocurrency, whatever you are using. Now, one thing you observe is that you have an idea of what your account balance is. You have an idea of what is left in your account balance. And that's exactly where I want us to, uh, to start our discussion from. Now, you may not know the exact amount in your bank account, but you have an idea how much is left to you again. Uh, in, in your account rather you may not know heat to the naira to the dollar or whatever currency that you're using but you know whether you have enough to buy a new house to buy a new car or just enough to buy a drink so you probably won't make the mistake of you trying to you know buy something worth of hundred thousand dollars when all you have in your account is ten dollars you have an idea of how much is left in your account now you probably may be thinking that ah how would someone have ten dollars and trying to buy something with a hundred thousand dollars but actually the truth you might even be saying that that's a that's a, 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 a that's a stupid thing to do or a, a person who does that actually is stupid or is a dishonest thing, dishonest thing to do such a thing like that but did you know that's exactly what most Christians are doing? That's exactly what most Christians are doing. You know, when I started this podcast, I started this podcast, you know, with the hope that the word of God will come alive to people's heart and people will learn how to take advantage of the word of God for their success. Because God wants us to prosper. And this is one of the reasons why I started this podcast. When you read Tojan, you know, Tojan verse 2, it says that I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and being healthy and as your soul prosper. So 
scripture. This is one scripture I quote, I quote almost all the time on this podcast. Now, God wants us to prosper, but our prosperity is contingent on the prosperity of our soul. And if our prosperity, our heart for prosperity, our financial prosperity, prosperity in our heart, in our health rather, prosperity in every ramification is contingent, is dependent on the prosperity of our soul. And if it's contingent on the prosperity of our soul, it does mean that the prosperity of our soul is contingent on the influence of the word of God in our heart. And that's why the Bible says we should receive the engrafted word with weakness, which is able to save, which is able to prosper our soul. The Bible tells us in Romans 12, verse 2, it said, do not be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it is the renewing of the mind that actually leads to the prosperity, uh, leads to our heart for prosperity. So if our heart is not prospering, that's our mind, our life is not going to prosper. So that's where the word of God comes. So the word of God is given for us to our own advantage. And I believe that the difference between the unbeliever and the believer is that we have access to the knowledge of God's word. We have access to the understanding of God's word. And today we're gonna look at we're gonna be looking at something that I believe that is the one of the reasons why a lot of people are struggling with their life. Now we're talking about spiritual currency, and we might not uh, we might not have heard about it. We might have heard of cryptocurrency. We might have all kinds of currency, digital currency, and everything all over the place. But let's talk about spiritual currency. Now, I asked the question when I started the podcast that how much is left in your bank account? And uh, like I said, you have an idea of how much is left in the bank account. You may not know the exact amount, but you have an idea of how much is left in your bank account. Now, and I said that if you have $10 in your bank account, you know that you can get something worth of about $100,000 or $50,000. Now, it's true in the natural it's true in the natural world, in the natural, but in the spiritual world too, it's also true. Now, Christians make a lot of big mistakes every day. You know the reason? They don't have a they don't they don't have a good balance in their spiritual account, in their spiritual bank account. So when they run into problems, tribulations, and all that, they are trying to make withdrawals. They are trying to do all kinds of things. You know, uh, 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 let me explain what I mean. For instance, when you are seeking your body, what you need to do is to make withdrawal, is to place a demand for help from the spiritual realm. Now you are feeling somehow in the physical realm. What you need to do is to place a withdrawal for your health. But the problem is this: a lot of people are trying to withdraw from an account they are not deposited. Now, when you are trying to harvest, now when you want to, when you want to withdraw from your account, let's picture withdrawing from your account as an harvest, and let's picture depositing into your bank account as a seed. Now, when you are trying to withdraw from your bank account without depositing your bank account it's like trying to reap where you did not sow and the bible tells us in genesis chapter 8 verse 22 it said as they heard remained seed time and hours we must see how many times have you go to the to your bank you had money there you have money there and you want to place a withdrawal and the bank says you can't no it's not possible you have money in your bank accounts but if you don't have money in your bank account, you are trying to place a demand for what you do not have in your bank account is called is called fraud. So many times when we run into challenges, when we run into problems, you know, we are trying to withdraw from an account that we have not invested in. 
we are trying to withdraw from an account we have not invested in just because we have let the the the, 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 the philosophy of this world to control our lives. A lot of people are after material things. They are after worldly things. You know, we know our natural currency works, but we don't know our spiritual currency works. And one of the major reasons why people suffer and struggle in this life is because they have not understood this truth that life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. Life is not natural. It is the spiritual that controls the natural. The Bible even tells us that by faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God, by spiritual forces, by spiritual forces. That all the things that we see, they were not made of the things that we can see. They are made. They were made of the things that we cannot see as referring to the spiritual. So which means that the things that is evident to the eyes were not made by the things that are tangible. They were made from the things that are intangible. So intangible forces are also so things they are spiritual things so spiritual things create all the things we see in the natural so many times you know, we are always half the moon because i believe that half of our problem if not 80 percent of our problems are, are, are due to lack of money so in the natural world you can buy anything physical as long as you have the money you can buy anything as long as you have the money. If you want to buy a car, you have the money, you can get it. If you want to buy a jet, you have the money, you can get it. And many times, what we are not able to buy is because we don't have that amount of value. We're talking about currency now. We don't have that amount of money you know, in our bank account. So we will not be able to make the purchase in the natural realm. Now, it's the same in the spiritual realm. You will not be able to get what belongs to you if you don't have a healthy spiritual bank account. A lot of people are sick just because they don't have enough in your spiritual account balance. Now, let, 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 let's... Uh, Let's proceed. You know, many times when this happens, people think that uh, God is a, is a wicked God. God is a bad God because he does not want to give us, you know. We, we, sometimes we think that God does not want us to have those things that he has promised us in his word. But it's because we don't understand how the law of faith works. We don't understand how the word of God works in our lives. So the word of God works just like our, our physical bank account, our natural bank account. See, everything you need is waiting for you in the realm of the supernatural, in the realm of the spirit. The realm of the spirit controls all other realms. Every successful person knows this, either an atheist, an unbeliever, anybody. They know that the spiritual world controls the physical world. Now, God has promised us everything we need. In fact, he has given it to us, how be it in the spiritual realm. Now, all we need to do now is to get it from there to here. Now, if you if, if you want to buy something, for instance, all you need to do is to withdraw the money and pay the person that is uh, that is selling the particular good you want to buy. So now, how do you withdraw? You know, uh, how, how do you get what belongs to you from the spiritual realm to the natural realm? Because you don't enjoy health in the spiritual realm. You don't enjoy financial freedom. In the spiritual realm, you enjoy all of these realities in the natural realm. Now, we need to get those things from the immaterial world to the material world. How do you do that? Faith. 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 That's why the Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. The Bible tells us that we cannot receive anything from God except by faith. So, what is that currency? What is that currency? Faith is that spiritual currency. Faith 
in God's word <coughs> is that spiritual currency that we use to transport all of God's blessings, all of God's provision, all of God's resources from the unseen realm, that the spiritual realm, to the natural or to the ethereal realm, that's to the tangible realm, to the visible realm, that the world we can see. So faith is that bridge. Faith is that pipe that brings, that transports all the resources in the spiritual realm to the natural realm. So anyone who doesn't understand how faith works cannot succeed in the things of God. Because our God is a God of faith. This world we created by faith. Everything we do is by faith. They just live by faith. They just survive by faith. They just prosper by faith. And this is one thing we must understand about faith. <laughs> is it? When the Bible talks about faith, there are different ways that faith, you know, faith could mean so many things at times. So faith doesn't just always mean believe, 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 believe. Now, generally speaking, as I'm teaching you, you know, from the scriptures, from the word of God, you know, today, I want you to see faith as the word of God. I want you to see faith as a synonym of the word of God. So when I say that, how do you transport your spiritual resources to the natural now, when I say by faith, I'm really referring to the Word of God because the Word of God is that thing that can deliver to us what has been promised us, what has been promised us. And our faith has no foundation. Our faith has no foundation without the Word of God. Now, look at this, 11, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. It says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, we're saying that faith is that currency. Faith is that currency. Now, in the natural realm, we use physical things, or money, or something of value to make purchase. That's it. Money is the, is the means for exchange. So, if you are buying, if you're selling something, and I want to buy something, I can either use money or the material equivalent to the value that I'm trying to purchase. That is how it works in the physical realm. So if you have the money, you can possess natural things. Now, this is where the limitation comes. Now, in the natural realm, not everything can be bought with money. Not every sickness can be healed in the hospital. Not every disease can be healed. Not everything. Money does not solve all the problems in the world. Money does not solve depression problem. Money does not solve cancer problems. Money does not solve anxiety problems. So how do you how do you get those things that money cannot buy? Spiritual currency. Spiritual currency. So with spiritual currency, you can get anything you want from life, even if you don't have the money. You see, money cannot bring spiritual currency. Natural currency cannot bring spiritual currency, but spiritual currency can bring natural currency. Now, if you understand this, then you know that there is nothing in this world that you cannot get. Either you have money or not, because when God created his whole world, God didn't have a penny. God did not have a dollar. God did not have a naira. God did not have a pastor. He didn't have a cities. He didn't have anything. All that God has is a spiritual currency. Faith. The word. The word. The word. The word. And I, and I believe that if Christians take our time, give you know attention to the word, we will be able to operate and get whatever we want in this life. So faith, which is the spiritual currency or the word of God, is that thing that can empower us to get anything we want in this natural realm without a material resource. 
Yes, that, that's powerful. So we're talking about spiritual currency. I always say that faith is a substance of things so forth. Now we need to understand that faith is actually a substance. <laughs> you know, many times we call something a substance. I think when I was in high school, we, we, we were taught about, uh, you know, element compounds and all of these things. We were talked about substance, pure substance. You know, when we say the word substance, let, let, let me even try to check in the... Uh, in the dictionary, let's look at what substance is in the dictionary and let's look at the spiritual equivalent. <laughs> you see, the dictionary divine uh, defined a uh, substance as you know a material of a particular kind, a drug that is considered harmful and whose use is controlled by law made legal illegal. Then the quality of being meaningful, useful, or important. The the uh, it also means essence, essence. Then it also says ultimate reality that underlines all outward manifestation and change. I think I think I love that ultimate reality that underlines all outward manifestations and change. Now let's try to import those uh, meanings into this word. Now faith is the substance. It means that faith is a material. Glory. Faith is a material. Of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Not only that, faith will substantiate our hope. You see, the things that create the uh, the things that you see, they are things that we cannot see. Now the Bible is telling us that faith we give, we turn our expectation, our desire into outward manifestation. That's what we say. He said, faith is that proof, is that proof, is that receipt that we have bought something. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So with faith, it means that you have the proof that you have bought something. You know, in the natural realm, before you are issued a receipt, you pay for the product. You pay in advance for the product. Then you get the goods that you receive the receipt. In a spiritual realm, it's the reverse. It's the reverse. You have the receipt, then the good is delivered to you. Glory to God. That's how it works. So when the Bible says faith is the substance of things awful, it's saying that faith is that receipt for <laughs> what you want to buy. The evidence of things not seen is the receipt of the payment that you have made. So with faith, you can make payments. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm, I, I literally feel the power of God as I'm teaching right now. With faith, you can make payments. You can make payments. You can make payments even without money. That's a life of the supernatural that I can get anything without money. See, one time they were supposed to pay tax and they didn't have physical cash, you know, at that particular time. He told Peter, he told one of the disciples to check the matter of the fish and, you know, money came out. That is spiritual currency. One time Jesus was in the, uh, in the desert teaching over 5,000 people in a, in, a, in, a, in a teaching conference, glory to God. And he remembered that on the third day they have no eating and they didn't have the money. They didn't have any money. And Jesus said, what do you have? And the disciples said, uh, uh, we just have few loaves of fish uh, and a uh, few, uh, sorry, a uh, few loaves of bread and just few fishes. And they said, don't worry. There is a supernatural law. There is a higher law than natural currency and that's spiritual currency. And with spiritual currency, you can feed over 5,000 people with nothing. Even if Jesus didn't have the one thing I want to do that even if Jesus didn't have a few loaves of bread and few fishes, he would still have been able to feed those people. Glory to God. Why? Because of spiritual currency. The same way when Jesus turned water to wine, even if there was no water, Jesus still had the power to turn water to wine, even without water. 
So God does not need any material resource to create whatever he needs. And we have been created in his image. That means that we don't need material things to create whatever we need. Powerful. So spiritual currency works in the same way as natural currency. So if you have abundance of natural currency in your bank account, you can enjoy plenty of material things in this world. But that's just it. All you can enjoy is material things. Now, if you have an abundance of spiritual currency in your spiritual bank account, you can enjoy everything, everything, not just material things. You can enjoy material things, you can enjoy spiritual things, you can enjoy wealth, you can enjoy health, you can enjoy healthy relationship, you can enjoy success, you can enjoy peace, you can enjoy tranquility, you can enjoy all the good things in this world. Just like First Timothy verses, uh, chapter six, verse seventeen tells us that He has given us all, 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 all things that we may richly enjoy. Let me let me try to check First Timothy, First Timothy chapter six, verse seventeen. It says, "It says, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, not to trust in their natural currency, which is so unreliable." Oh God, it's a natural currency is unreliable. So which means that no matter the amount of the natural currency you have, no matter the amount of money that you have, it says that the trust, their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. So it is God, the world, who gives us all things for all our enjoyment, material things included. Hallelujah. So, you know, many times, a lot of Christians know that, ah, okay, you are teaching the right thing. Well, we have to live our faith. We have to believe the word. We have to do all of that. But the issue is this. Many people still don't understand how this faith thing works. How the word of God profits us. Many people still don't understand. And this is very, very simple. It's not rocket science. But I'm still sure that every day, every day, every day, people don't know how this faith of a thing works. And today, let me just... Go over it again. Now, how does faith work? We must understand that firstly, where is the location of faith? And where is the expression of faith? Now, the first thing is that if you you, you have to... Okay, let's go back a little. If you want to make purchase, you're not thinking of carrying your money all around. You're not thinking of carrying $1 million all around, $2 million all around. No, you have to store that money in a particular bank account. Accessible. You know, there are some there are some account that are not readily accessible. Now, if you want to make transaction, physical transaction, natural transaction in this in, in this natural realm, there are, if you if your account is not accessible, you will not be able to make that transaction. Despite the fact that you have money in your bank account, in your wallet, and whatever you are using, so we must make sure that first we understand that where is my money. Where is my money? Where do I store my money? And you can choose any bank. But spiritually speaking now, our heart is that storage center. My heart, our heart, your heart. That's where faith is stored. And that's how to get it when needed. So spiritual currency is stored in our heart. So which means that the deposit that we make in our heart will determine the things we can we can get. I don't want to use the word buy. The things we can get. That's 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 an important information that spiritual currency is stored in our hearts. It's stored in our heart. Natural currency is stored in the bank, not just in the bank, there are other ways to store money in store in the form of land and everything like that. But spiritual currency is stored in our heart. 
In fact, without it, you are going to be spiritually broke. You are going to be poor. You are going to be depressed. So let's look at these questions, you know, one of that the other. So we've said that where is faith stored in our heart? The Bible tells us that with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Now, that's a powerful scripture. And let's look at that very carefully. With the heart, man believes unto righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So faith is taught in the heart. Then confession is made unto salvation. So how do you get salvation? Confession. Confession. Confession is made unto salvation. So confession is that expression of what is in your heart and what in your mouth you make the transaction of whatever you want to get. So you get salvation through your words, through your mouth. And this is this is this is very simple and very basic. And yet a lot of people don't understand it. So where does faith now come from? Where does this spiritual currency come from? Now we have already understood that. Spiritual currency is taught in our heart. So how do we get the spiritual currency? Romans 10 verse 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's a spiritual currency. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Now, the spiritual currency to get anything we want comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So each time I'm hearing the word of God, what am I getting? Spiritual currency. Spiritual currency. I'm not only just getting edified, I am getting spiritual currency. And that spiritual currency will be used to get whatever I need. And don't forget that I said earlier that when you have the abundance of natural currency in your bank account, in the earth world, you can you can enjoy abundance of material things, and that's the limitation of natural currency. And spiritually speaking, if you have abundance of spiritual currency, you'll be able to enjoy everything. Also, also, also. So when I'm hearing the word of God, just as I'm teaching you right now, you are getting spiritual currency. The only challenge is that people have not focused their heart on this thing that I'm saying. So that's it. So spiritual currency comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So without hearing and hearing the word of God, spiritual currency doesn't come to you. You don't have the ability to get those things in the spiritual realm. So if you want some spiritual currency, you have to look out for, you have to know, you have to study what has God said. And one of the things we need to understand is that we need to keep the word of God in the front of our eyes, in our heart, in our mouths. We don't keep hearing the word. Look at what the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 40. Verse 22. Let me read in, in, in the TPT uh, in the message version. Proverbs, Proverbs, uh, Proverbs 4, verse uh, 20. It says, Dear friends, listen well to my words, turn your ears to my voice, keep my message in plain view at all times. He said, Keep my word in plain view at all times. Concentrate, learn it, learn it by heart. And I said, those who discover these words, live, really live, body and soul. They are bursting with health. Glory to God. Look at that. 
He said, My son, in KJV, he said, My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my saying. Let them not depart from thy eyes, keep them in the midst of thy heart, for they are alive unto those that find them and help to their flesh. Now, the word attend, as used in the King James, actually means to pay close attention to something. Just like the message version says, to put it in plain view, like a nurse, like a doctor is attending to a sick patient. So, faith, spiritual currency, comes to us the same way as we give attention to the word of God. We give diligence to the word of God. Just like God told Joshua that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you will meditate on it day and night and you may observe to do all that is written in it. He said, for them, for them, for them, you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. That's the Amplified Version. So we have said that faith is stored in our heart, right? Faith is stored in our heart, not in ever. But there's a scripture in, uh, I think in, uh, in Luke, in Luke um, chapter 12, yeah, verse 34. He said, where your deposit is, where you deposit your treasure, that is where your thoughts will turn to. In your heart, we long to be there also. That's, that's, that's uh, powerful. Okay, I think what I'm looking for is Matthew chapter 6 verse 19. He said, don't keep holding for yourself earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material wealth eventually rusts, decays, and loses its value. That's talking about natural currency. So don't put your trust in it. Instead, stockpile heavenly treasures. Those are spiritual currency, spiritual things. For for yourself that cannot be stolen and will never rust, decay or lose their value. For your heart will always pursue what you value as your treasure. So the problem is many of us, you know, because we value money a lot and that's where we put, you know, our resources, that's where we focus our heart. And if anything happens to our money, everything happens, you know, everything just happens to our heart. It's not supposed to be like that. We are supposed to be focused on the things that matter, every trade, spiritual currency. We need to. We need to take care of that. We need to pay close attention to that more than we do when we talk about the natural currency. So faith is stored up in our heart. That's what the Bible tells us in Romans 10, verse 8 to 10, for with the heart, man believe in righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And this is what we need to understand. The amount of the spiritual currency you have will determine your level of success will determine your level of productivity because spiritual currency is stored up in your heart. And that means your future is in your heart. Your future is stored up in your heart. Everything you want to get from life is stored up in your heart. Now look at what the Bible tells us. Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 to 35. Jesus said, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And now says, A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, bringeth forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, bringeth forth evil things. So you are evil because your heart is evil. You are good because your heart is good. You are rich because your heart is rich. You are poor because your heart is poor. You are depressed because your heart is depressed. So it's so basic. He says, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Now, let us explain. Now, let us let me ask you this question. The question is, who stored up the evil things in the evil man's heart? Who stored up the good things in the good man's heart? 
God or the devil? No, the man himself did it. Did it. The man himself stored up the evil things in his own heart. The good man also stored up the good thing in his own heart. <laughs> so, in the same way, you are the only one who can make those deposits in your own heart. God can do it for you. Your parent can do it for you. Your husband can do it for you. Your wife can do it for you. Your children can do it for you. Your parent, God, uh, the, 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 your parent can do it for you. See, God has already done everything He needs to do for us to have a prosperous life, and He has made our heart the depository for His word, the storage center for His word. So He had already opened that account for you when you were a spiritual baby. See, when we became born again, God opened a back account first. He opened a spiritual back account first. That's what the Bible says in Romans 12, verse 3. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. God has given you the measure of faith. And it's talking about the seed capital. It's talking about the seed capital. The seed capital that you can grow. You can grow through investment. Now, we, we, we multiply money in the spiritual, in the natural and true investment. Not by working more, by investing what we already have. So God has already given us a seed capital. It's left for us now to take the seed and invest and invest. So as I'm hearing the word of God, putting the word of God in my heart, what am I doing? I'm investing the word and it's going to grow, it's going to germinate. You're planting the seed, you're planting seed and you're going to reap that. Glory to God. So God has already, you know, deposited some currency in our life. And that's why some people noticed that when they were born again, when they were freshly born again, they can quickly, you know, trust God for something and they will get it because there is a, there is still some deposit of currency in their heart. But God expects that we will grow that currency from $10 to $100 to $1,000 to $2,000, just like that in the, in the spiritual realm. So as I have said, we store the word of God by hearing the word and putting the word of God in our heart. So each time you make a, a, a word deposit, your spiritual currency begins to grow. So right now, you may not be in a good position to make each deposit into your bank account. You may not have the you know you may not have the privilege, you may not be in a good position right now. That's the account, but okay, but you can you can you can make any deposit to your uh to your spiritual bank account and if you learn how to do that it will soon affect your physical bank account because that is the account that's really 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 important because it's the one you are going to draw from to change every circumstances in your favor so it owes the faith you will need to cover any bill. See, you can pay for any bill as long as you have access to spiritual currency and you can use the spiritual currency to get everything you have. And now this is where the problem is. A lot of people have a lot of natural currency, but they are broke when we talk about spiritual currency. And they wonder why they are sick. Their money cannot save them. <laughs> Their money can save them from their depression. They can save them. The, the money, their money can save them from anxiety, from worry, from the cares of this world, from challenges of the world. Because they don't have enough of spiritual currency in their heart. So, if the devil tries to put sickness, diseases, depression, anxiety in you, you see, you can draw. You can draw from that spiritual account and demand for your healing. But don't forget this. That you cannot make a withdrawal from an account that doesn't have anything in it. No seed, no harvest, no deposit, no return, no investment, no return on investment. So some people don't understand this thing as simple as it is. We understand it naturally, but we don't understand it spiritually. 
So they see somebody moving forward, making progress, and they feel that that person is lucky. That person is not lucky. That person is lucky. What I mean about being lucky is that that person has taken time giving the word of God. That person has given their, uh, giving God's word attention, just like Solomon said. So it can work for anybody. So do you need more spiritual accuracy? Do you want a life where you can place demand to get anything you want? You have to start today by making deposits in your heart. Every day, you must always make deposit of God's word in your heart. Increase your spiritual accuracy. And when you do that, you'll be able to withdraw. You'll be able to withdraw any, any, uh, you'll be able to make withdraw and get anything you want. I'm minding my word, but I don't want to use the word buy. And that's what the Bible tells us, I think, in the book of Isaiah. It said, we should come and buy without money. How are we going to buy honey without money? Spiritual currency. <laughs> Glory to God. So today I'm shifting attention from money to the things that really matter. That you can get anything you want from life without money, without material things, without any natural thing, if you understand the spiritual currency. So now, how do you place withdrawal? Once you have stored spiritual currency in your heart, how did you place withdrawal? I've already explained it while I was teaching Romans 8 verse 19. It's a confession is made unto salvation. So you open your mouth and you make withdrawal. So anytime you are opening your mouth to speak, you're trying to make withdrawal. But the problem is the reason why confession is not working for some people is because people are not deposited the word of God in their heart. Because the Bible says, with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Now, I want you to get us about faith. We use words to make withdrawals. And we also use words to store up the word in our heart. That's one of the ways to do that. So you should know when you are storing up the word in your heart. And you should know when you are making withdrawals with your mouth. So through your mouth, you store up the word in your, in your heart. As you're hearing the word, you are storing up the word in your heart. As you're speaking the word also, you are storing up the word in your heart. Then when you are about to make withdrawals, you must understand the difference, the dynamics of the workings of the mouth glory to god so when you want to make withdrawal from your spiritual bank account just speak filled feel worse don't speak the circumstances don't speak the lie just say it speak what you want don't forget that you already have the receipt of what you want to get that's the bible that's what the bible says faith is the substance of things all for the evidence of things not seen so perhaps your bank account is an insufficient balance I'll leave it alone take what I'm teaching you right now and try to increase your spiritual bank account. Make sure that you're always increasing in spiritual currency. And as you learn to do this, speaking the word of God day and night, you will experience, you will experience you know, prosperity, success in every area of our life. So it is it is time to quit, you know, being worried about our financial account, our natural bank account, and turn our attention to the account that really matter. This is the account that determines our prosperity. We need to be very spiritual conscious that be earthly conscious. We fill our heart with the word of God, with spiritual currency, that when we can silence the devil's strategy. So if we do that, by increasing our spiritual currency, we'll be able to buy back everything. We'll be able to get anything that we want. Don't forget, by faith we understand that the words were free by the word of God. By faith we understand that the words were free by the word of God. I believe that you have been blessed. Don't forget, don't store up your money where 
uh, don't keep holding you for yourself at the treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material work that eventually rolls the case and loses its value. Instead, the Bible tells us to stockpile heavenly treasures for yourself, spiritual currency for yourself that cannot be stolen and will never rust the case or lose their value. Money will lose its value, natural currency will lose its value, but spiritual currency we always be in value. You know, it's not affected by inflation rate. I believe that you have been blessed by this podcast. I would like to hear from you. God bless you. Till we meet again, keep winning. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Success Catalyst. And we hope it was a blessing to you. Kindly tune in again, same time, next week. If you have any comments, testimonies, and want to partner with DOTM Global, Visit us online at www.dotmglobal.com.ng or comment on our Instagram page at SuccessCatalystTV. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. We also encourage you to practice as you know. This podcast was made possible by friends and partners of David O'Neill Teaching Ministries. Keep winning.